0: And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, faithful? It is Sunday, which means we need to be talking football. Uh, I know that we've got a little bit of time before football season kicks back in, but. That doesn't mean there's not stuff going on. Um, There's news coming out daily now for the 49ers with restructures. Um, Shout out to Tabor Pepper, the long snapper. Got a three-year extension deal. Love seeing people get paid. Um, You know, it was interesting because – Special teams eh, hasn't been great, uh, but I, I love me some Tabor Pepper. Now, do I think that this was his best year? I don't. Was it a good year? It was, uh, it really, really was. And so he gets a three year extension, 1.5 million at signing. So that's going to be stretched out over those three years. Uh, so that's half a million basically a year. Um, on the, the cap space, we'll see once all the contract deals come out. But uh, with a long snapper, this is going to be a heavy financial you know, the numbers episode. So for those of you that are watching live, y'all keep me honest and you guys check me whenever I get a little too nerdy. Um, and if you want me to further explain something, just throw that up in the chat. I am flying solo today. So make sure you put at John Chapman on your comment because I want to make sure that we do it right. What's up, Joel? Glad you're here. Uh, he says, what's up faithful. I get to do a live show. Uh love all the hashtag CCs, man. This is awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, and so Josh says, man, love numbers. Yeah. So we're digging in, um, today. So with Tabor getting signed the top 51 contracts, right? There's 53 men, uh, on the active roster, only the top 51 count against the salary cap. I doubt that Taper Pepper will be scraping that 51. It's going to be right at the edge. So not sure this is like a salary cap, whatever, but, um, Shout out to David Lombardi. Um, He put out there that this is the third highest signing guarantee of any long snapper in the NFL. So he's that's where he is, and I think that's appropriate. I I do think that he's a top five guy, Um, and now he's signed through 2025. If we're just sticking with the special teams, Mitch got his extension earlier in the year. He signed through 2026, and then there's Robbie Gold, um, who is scheduled to become a free agent this year. I really, really hope they sign him. Um, you know, I don't like attributing a lot of money to a kicker, but, man, it's so important. Uh, look at the Cowboys, right? Look at so many other teams out there. It matters. I think he'll get around four to $5 million, probably a one-year deal, uh, maybe a two-year deal. But the fact that the Cat has never missed, never missed, a field goal or extra point in the playoffs – that's what you're building this franchise for. Um, so yeah, we'll see what go we'll see what happens there. Um, but I really do hope that they bring back Robbie Gold. Now, before we jump into some more salary cap stuff, uh, yesterday I worked, man, probably way too long. I went through one of my Patreon subscribers asked, Man, I'd love to see a cut up of every single Trey Lance throw, uh, preseason, all that stuff. So I was like, Man, that's a great idea. So I went through yesterday. It, which I guess it was like four game films if you count the preseason, um, and then you know, week one and week two. And so, what I did, I captured every single pass and rushing attempt from Trey Lance, preseason, week one, week two. It came out to I think it was 76 plays. Um, and I just cut them all up, now, not me talking, just here's the unabridged version of what Trey Lance brought during his playing time. And I put that out, that's on Patreon. So if you want to go check that out, it's like a 13 minute cut up. And I, I think it's really, really good. And whenever I was going through, man, it was interesting because, you know, we were all so high on Trey Lance last year. I've been pretty high on him nonstop. No doubt. There were some issues with some of his plays. There's no doubt. But, man, I I walked away from, again, just those 76 plays. Golly, the kid's good. He's really, really, really good. So excited about that. If you want to check that out, that's for our Patreon members only. Um, And if you want to go check that out, that's just, you know – Basically, all you got to do is just go Google 49ers Patreon. It's seven days for free. And if you want to cancel after that, that's cool. So if you want to sign up and go check that out, uh, it's the number one. This is how I feed my family. This is the number one way in which, you know, the show, I was able to go full time on this. So, you know, a lot of people are there because they want the content. There's a lot of content over there. But if you want to support the show and want to know the best way, it's 8 bucks a month, um, and you get everything as soon as you sign up. So it go. there's a free trial available right now for a week. Check it out, see if you like it, and cancel afterwards if it's not your thing. Um, also, we are starting our Wednesday watch parties, which I'm so pumped about, over Zoom. Um, again, all the details are over there on Patreon. We're going through the 1994 season together, and we're just going to watch and have fun. It's going to be Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m., pumped about that uh it's gonna be a lot of fun gonna be a lot of fun so um now let's jump in let's do this um austin on patreon he asked this he you know jimmy Garoppolo's not coming back uh, <laughs> um, i i don't know i could keep saying it till i'm blue in the face the head coach can keep saying it till he's blue in the face again here's a seven second clip is Jimmy Garoppolo coming back? Is there any way he is? No, I don't see any scenario of that. Yeah, no, I gotcha. (laughs) He ain't coming back. There's no scenario he's coming back. He is going. And so the question Austin asked is, can the 49ers get a comp pick for Jimmy? Um, Does he have to sign for a certain amount of money? Also, uh, so we'll we'll stop there. Uh, That's the first part of the question. Let me say this. Jimmy Garoppolo will be. We, the 49ers, will receive a comp pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. So let's put this into context with last year. Last year, the two highest priced free agents um, were Christian Kirk. He got 20 million a year and Brandon Scherf, 16 and a half million a year. Those are the only two free agents that were lost and not canceled out by re signing, whatever else. Because again, if we, if the 49ers lose Jimmy Garoppolo, and then sign another comparable contract, those cancel each other out. That's not happening. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, look at this, man. We got cap royalty in here. Um, Hey, John, let me know if you want to come on the podcast. I do want you to. Once we get closer to free agency, if you guys don't know Jason Hurley, uh, just go to 49erscap.com. Incredible work. Uh, Our capologist. And so once we get closer to free agency, Jason, I'm going to want to have you on for sure. Uh, I got that scheduled out. I need to reach out and we can pinpoint a date. Uh, But yeah, if you want to know that, that dude gets it. I, I'm a novice at best at this stuff, um, but he is incredible. So if, if you want to check that out, please go check that out. Um, and he, he just does such a good job. He says, oh, sounds good. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, <laughs> I love none of your business. He always calls me Jib Rome. Uh, I think that's a compliment. I appreciate that very much. Now, back to... Christian Kirk got 20 million per year. The comp pick formula is relatively simple. It's really based on one thing, the it's based on three things, but the predominating factor is the average per year, okay? So if somebody signs a two-year $40 million deal, that's $20 million per year. That's all that matters. If you sign a one-year $20 million deal, that's a $20 million deal for the formula. So number 1, the amount per year, the average per year, number two, playing time, and number three, postseason awards, comeback player of the year, uh, defensive player of the year, all pro, things like that. Those three things factor how this comp pick formula work out. The 49ers are probably the best in the NFL at it. The Rams are pretty good at it. There are teams that build through these extra picks. And so here's what you got to understand. Last year... Only two third-round pick comp picks were awarded, and it was for those two people. $20 million for Kirk, $16.5 million for Brandon Scherf. Well, let's look at what Jimmy Garoppolo's up against. Because, currently, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the highest-priced free agent not to be replaced. Okay, what, what do I mean by that? There's not a lot of quarterbacks that are free agents that just walk and sign. Usually they're traded. 40 Irons tried to do that last year, the surgery, whatever else, whatever. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be getting around 30 million per year. Now, I know somebody just said, screw that. I'm turning this off. Just wait a second. Just wait a second. Hear me out. If Jimmy Garoppolo got 30 million average per year, that would make him the 13th highest paid quarterback on an average per year salary kind of where he is but it's going to get better because or he's going to move down because daniel jones is going to get a deal lamar jackson's going to get a deal and derrick carr's going to get a deal all three of those guys i expect to be paid more than jimmy garoppolo that pushes him down to 16th 32 teams he's an average quarterback he's going to get paid as such which is 30 million dollars that's the number the salary cap grows people pay quarterbacks Am I saying he's worth that? That's all I'm saying. I'm saying that's what he's going to get. He's going to get around there. Now, people are like, well, okay, so Derek Carr's going to sign for more. He is, but guess what? He doesn't count for comp pick formula because he was released. So he doesn't count. Lamar Jackson, I, I think that he's going to either stay or be traded. They'll franchise him worst case and trade him, whatever else. Doesn't count for comp pick formula. Daniel Jones, if he gets franchised or signed, doesn't count for cat pick formula, comp pick formula. So that's it. It just leaves Jimmy Garoppolo. Now there's other great guys out there. Orlando Brown, I, you know, he's a tackle, and I think he's going to get franchised, so he won't count towards it as well. And even if he does hit the open market, he's not getting thirty million. He might get twenty million. He's that good, but he's not getting thirty million. So currently, there is nobody that is scheduled to receive more money through the free agent market. He's a quarterback, right? Um, So the 49ers will be getting a third-round comp pick almost guaranteed in the 2024 year Um, because, again, comp picks are delayed by one year, right? So not going to be in this draft. Um, And, again, you can't even – like you can't trade that pick because, like, for example, the 49ers picks for this year – let me throw up their picks um, on, on the screen here. The f- comp picks are now tradable, okay? However, guys like DJ Jones, a fifth. Arden Key is sixth. Uh, Raheem Mostert, seventh. K-1 Williams, a seventh. That's four-player comp picks. Those have not been finalized yet. They will in the next week or two by the NFL. Those are projections, and over the cap does a hell of a job. Uh, they almost always nail it within, you know, it's pretty close. So those four picks you can trade, but not until after they're finalized, and that happened in the next week or two. So again, looking forward for Jimmy Garoppolo, you can't trade that third round comp pick in 2024 until next year. So you couldn't trade that pick this year, for example. Uh, so hopefully that puts just a little bit of um, I don't I don't know uh, information that's out there and just clears some things up. You will be receiving. The 49ers will be receiving a comp pick, 100%. Uh, Joel, appreciate it. says, hit that uh, like button, faithful. I love it. Uh, <laughs> the Jim Rome is definitely a compliment, says none of your business. I appreciate that. Um, John, he says, what's up, John? Hasn't Eric Armstead already had a contract restructure? I was under the impression uh, they couldn't do it more than once. They can. Uh, you could restructure, restructure, restructure. We call it the d Ford. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can do that. And, you know, John, I appreciate the comment because I also had night Prince on Twitter uh, reach out to me, and he says, man, can't wait for you to do an episode on Capspace. I'm seeing folks freak out about Eric Armstead's contract possibly being restructured. I don't understand why people are so upset about this. Um, let me give a brief answer to why I don't think it's a big deal. And then I'll give a longer detailed explanation for why I feel that way. Spoiler alert. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Armstead signed through two years. He's got this year he's 30. Next year he's 31. The 2024 season. That's what he's in contract for. If you believe he can play three years or four, then you restructure. I I if you don't think that Eric Armstead can play a 33-years-old 33, 33 season, then you do not restructure. Or, or, hold on, the 49ers could have the mindset, look, Eric goes in, and this is all just conjecture, okay? Eric goes in and says, look, guys, Next year, 2024, will be my 10th year as a 49er, which is incredible, and one of the greatest honors you can have making that 10-year decade wall, which is so important for people. Uh, I mean, they literally have a wall when you walk into the locker room that shows all the players who played 10 or more years with the 49ers. Like, that is an honor. Maybe Eric says, look, I got two years left. I'm going to hang it up. You could still restructure and just push on void years. I don't like that approach too much, but there's a possibility. Once, you know, you'll hear, okay, the 49ers restructured Eric Armstead. They freed up this much money, which would be about – you'd get about $11 million back in cap space this year. But that doesn't tell you all the parameters until the contract comes out and the details come out, which usually takes about two to three weeks afterwards. Um. So we'll have to see. So just because they're restructuring him that doesn't mean they think he's going to play for 4 years. Probably means 3 more years. Um we'll see what happens. Uh you know, you know, Eric Arstead doesn't want to go anywhere. He he's not, you know, Jimmy Ward that wants to test free agency. No, no, no. His wife's a doctor in the area. He's, you know, a Sacktown kid. His entire, you know, 3-time Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee is all in the area. He's not going anywhere. And so whenever you do hear the term restructure, it's because three or more years you think he can play. I don't have a problem with that. Some people, the people that are upset and like, man, this is such a dumb decision. A lot of those guys are the same ones that want to sign Javon Hargrave, who is older. And it would be in the same situation. Now, maybe you bring Javon Hargrave's in for one year, but that's going to be $20 million plus. I just don't see it. Eric Armstead is a person that you build your franchise around. He's a quality player. I know everybody wants to bring up Buckner, and he's a quality player as well. Um, But just because you made that trade, and if you didn't like the trade back then, that's okay. That doesn't change the way you build your team now. The difference when Eric Armstead was out was horrifying. Absolutely horrifying for the best defense the 49ers probably ever had. It was not good without Eric Armstead. When he returned, the defense got good again. Um, so anyway, I I just think it's interesting. Um, 49ers social media and fan base, it's a tough spot, man. It is a tough spot to be in. Whether you're a quarterback, we're rough to our quarterbacks, we're rough to certain franchise players. Uh, I consider Eric that, and a, a guy that's done everything correct on and off the field. Um, I just don't understand how... Dude, he he literally is a hero in the community. Like, literally a hero. Um, I I just don't understand. You watch the game tape, holy cow, he's amazing. You know, it was interesting. The NFL put out the 49ers' top 10 plays, which I disagreed with a lot of them. They're only, like, two defensive plays. And both defensive plays were because of Eric Armstead. Hitting the quarterback, forcing an errant pass, which led to an interception. And it was just like, oh, like... Does that count as a sack? It doesn't. But he's that damn good. Like, Eric Armstead is unbelievably good. Um, And his play has not gone down. It really, really hasn't. Has he had another 10-sack season? He hasn't. But that's when he was playing on the outside almost every single play. We've changed some things. That's just the way that it goes. Uh, So, anyway, take that for what you will. Now, real quick, if you haven't yet, I need you to do me a favor. you got to follow these directions. If you haven't already, go ahead and click that subscribe button. And right next to that subscribe button is the bell. Once you click on that, click all. That way, anytime we go live, you will get notified and you will be able to enter into all of the giveaways that we do for Countdown Crew. And to be honest with you, it is by far the best way to support our channel. Thank you. Hit that subscribe button. Turn on all notifications. So, a couple other things that I want to get to. David, what's up, David? He says, do you think the 49ers get any more business done with their own players before free agency begins? Yes, I do. Uh, You know, news came out that the 49ers are trying to restructure three players. And I want to go into depth on all three of these players. It was Fred Warner, Eric Armstead, who we just talked about, and Charvarius Ward. So... The Charvarius Ward restructure was one that we made a lot of sense. He took a very team friendly deal. Like he took a short, low paying deal because he thought it was a good fit. Absolutely played beyond expectation. And so he's currently signed just this year and next year. He did a three year contract deal. Now, if you extend him or restructure, you could free up another $9.4 million this year. I think the 49ers are going to do that. It's already been leaked out that they're you know, hammering out the details. So I think that would be huge. And then the Fred Warner one, again, you have to ask yourself this question. Is this somebody that we expect to play more than three years? If the answer is yes. And he is a foundational piece. Charvarius Ward is, then you can do that. And you're going to be okay. If you extend these players that aren't going to be around for more than three years, that's where you get into the D Ford issues where it gets rough. Um, and so that's kind of where that is. Fred Warner, good gosh. Three years? You kidding me? Yeah, that's happening. Um, he has an $18.5 million cap hit this year. Fred Warner does. You could lower that down to about 10 Um, So, again, another $8.5 million. So the, the idea that you have, and again, sites differ, you know, 5 to kind of $9 million are the projections that are out there for cap space for the 49ers this year. But with the Bosa deal, CMC, uh, you could redo his deal. That's a lot of players. I don't want to restructure, you know, six guys, uh, but four guys, all right, cool. We'll figure it out. Like you're going to be just fine. The 49ers are going to be able to get their cap number where they want it, um, to be able to bring in some help. And you're gonna have to sign some guys, there's no doubt about it. But like I could very honestly see the 49ers getting a third comp pick for sure, uh, in 2024 for Jimmy Garoppolo, and a fourth, maybe even a third, um, in Mike McGlinchey. Like, it's possible the 49ers could lose two of the highest-priced free agents um, depending on which guys stay where they are. Javon Hargrave probably going to get more. um, You know, Deron Payne going to get more. Jawan Taylor going to get more. But all three of those guys could stay with their team. And if that happens, that bumps McGlinchy up to where he could be, you know, the third, fourth, fifth, highest paid free agent that leaves the team, right? Again, you got to go back. It's not just free agents. It's free agents that leave and do not replace. I think the 49ers will bring in somebody in that Mike McGlinchy territory, that kind of $15 million a year spot, but we'll see. I, I'm not sure it's going to be a right tackle. Uh, Josh says Jimmy's getting 28.5. And if that's what he hit, um, yeah. I mean, listen to the players. Okay, Ryan Tannehill right now is the thirteenth highest paid quarterback at twenty nine and a half million. The next highest paid quarterback is Jameis Winston at fourteen million. You see that drop? Drop from twenty nine and a half to fourteen. Marcus Mariota nine point three. Trevor Lawrence rookie deal nine. Burrow rookie deal nine. Wilson, rookie deal, 8.7. Lance, rookie deal, 8.5. Like, you see the drop. You know what I'm saying? Like, the NFL doesn't have a middle tier when it comes to quarterback pay. Again, Carson Wentz, 32 million. Jared Goff, 33.5 million. Matt Ryan, 30 million. Tannehill, 29.5. Tell me Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't belong in that tier. His agent and, and, and here is... The driving force that I've been screaming into the abyss. The NFL is the most quarterback needy the league has been in two decades. Two decades. Literally since, you you know, you had Roethlisberger, Manning, Rivers, Brady. All those old hat guys, they're all gone now. They're finally all gone. And there's there's just a gap. There's just a giant gap. And guys that have not been replaced. Because, man, are, are you happy with Jared Goff as your quarterback? I know that he showed promise. Carson Wentz, hell no. Matt Ryan, hell no. Ryan Tannehill, maybe. And so we're sitting here looking at guys like Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Mitchell Trubisky. Like, it just gets ugly. And I, I do think that this draft class is good. I think there's going to be four quarterbacks going in the first round. I do see that. Um, but... Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get a coach not fired. (laughs) Does it like the business of sports is so important. And if you're a head coach out there, that's like, man, this, if we have a bad year, I'm fired. This is it for me. If I'm in that camp, bring me Jimmy Garoppolo. Like this dude's going to allow me to stay for at least another year. Like that's just who Jimmy is now. Will Jimmy Garoppolo win me the Super Bowl? I doubt it, Uh, which is a big reason why the 49ers traded all those picks to go get Trey Lance. Does that mean Trey Lance will win the Super Bowl? No, but the possibility is there. You bet on upside at the quarterback position. If you don't have a top-five quarterback, you do whatever the hell you can to try to get one. And that's what Kyle Shanahan did in going to get Trey Lance. Hasn't panned out yet. Kid is still just 22 years old, so we'll have to wait and see. But I don't know, like – Jimmy's getting paid, guys. Um, and the more he gets paid, the better it is for the 49ers. One, always celebrate people getting paid. I, I think, man, if you celebrate other people's success, you will live a very, very good life. If you are one of those people that's just like pissed no matter what happens to others, well, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a whole thing. Um, Josh says, What about Bosa's deal? Now, Bosa's deal is huge because He's currently fully guaranteed the fifth year option. It's a seventeen point eight million dollar cap hit on twenty twenty three this year. He's getting an extension, period. There's no question about it. Now it might not be until you get closer to training camp, just like they did Fred, just like they did George. I mean, just like they football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, That player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ERS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ERS for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To Debo, the 40 ers have built a playbook. There is zero concern. Now, I know clickbait people are going to do what they do. And it's not going to be too long till people start talking about, man, they should trade Bosa. Like, gosh, man moronic (laughs) he's getting paid he's going to get close to like 38 million maybe 40 million like he's getting paid and i'm thankful for that but his 17.8 million dollar cap hit will go down probably to about a 10 million dollar cap hit um so you're going to get even more money back there and you know i don't think there's anybody in the world that does not want bosa to stay and if, if they do exist yeah, I, it's not. I, I just don't understand it. Um, I, I just don't understand it. Uh, not at all. Not at all. Um, let's see here. Uh, here's a question. CG. What's up, CG? Uh, he says, We swap Armstead for Buckner. What do you think? Um, I don't think anybody would really want to do that. I don't think either team would want to do that. Uh, here's what I mean by that. The 49ers changed their defensive philosophy after 2019 and the fact that they wanted to stop the run. They wanted that to be the predominant focus of how they built their defense. Um, That's why Armstead, you chose to stay with Armstead, who was a cheaper deal than what Buckner got. Uh, Armstead got about 16, and Buckner got like 21 million uh, cap hit, like average, whatever. But... Having said that, you had John Lynch go out there and say, we wanted to get stout against the run on the inside. Now, here's where the trade went bad. and is bad. Javon Kinlaw hasn't lived up to potential. Buckner, I'm just going to throw this out there. They haven't won a playoff game since that trade. They haven't even made the playoffs, I don't think. Like It's not like Buckner's been a home run. Is Buckner better than Armstead in the pass rush? A thousand percent. Buckner's not great against the run. He's not stout. He's a finesse inside run player and a finesse pass rusher. I love DeForest Buckner. He's probably my first or second favorite player that's not on the Niners. I wanted him. But the trade was Armst- keep Armstead, Jimmy Ward, and Javon Kinlaw or DeForest Buckner. I don't think that that was a bad trade for either team. I think I don't see anybody as a loser. Um, and... I, I don't think that the – yeah, obviously the 49ers would want Buckner. No doubt about it. But is he as good against the run as Armstead is? Not even close. The pass rush potential would be huge, but you'd also have to pay more. So I don't think the Colts would do it. I don't think the Niners would do it. Um I, I want him back, no doubt about it. But I, I don't think it really fits the philosophy. Um Anyway, uh, Tommy, he says, "Nah, don't restructure Armstead. Do Warner and CMC. Yeah, I I think you're right there. Um, And again, like, I just, I I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. So (laughs) I I love all the the comments in here. This is fun. Uh, Here we go, Joey says, John, uh, who should we target as a free agent edge rusher? There's two questions there. One, the 49ers are probably going to do one big free agent signing. Right. If that's the case, do you want it to be right tackle? Do you want it to be a defensive tackle? Or do you want it to be a defensive end? I'm with you edge wise um, as well. But, you know, you you got to. I'm on the wrong page. Let me open this up uh, my free agent page. There are guys out there. Arden Key just seems so much freaking. We know he fits. Uh, he's going to get paid, and rightfully so. He continues to just I, – I don't think that he gets out of Jacksonville, but I think that would be huge. Yannick Gawkway is a guy I like. Matt Ioannidis, you know, he's more of a role player, but I like him. Was with Steve Wilkes at his previous spot. Um, there's guys out there. there. There really are. You know, Marcus Davenport is a guy that Wayne really, really likes. I like him as well. Uh, there's guys that are out there, Dante Fowler. But there's not anybody that's like this premier, you know, uh, Von Miller-type guy that you can go get. They're, they don't exist, and they usually don't walk. And if they do walk, they cost $30 million plus. Forty ers do not have that. And so I think that's kind of key as well. Um you know, and one of those things you kind of got to look for. But, yeah, they're going to be bringing an edge, guys. But I think it's going to be to retool guys that have the ability to go, guys like Cleveland Farrell, you know, that was like the fourth overall pick by the Raiders. I mean, you brought in Arden Key. He was the first-round pick by the Raiders. You brought in Maurice Hurst. He was like a third-round pick for the Raiders, and it worked out. Like, why not? Let's just bring these guys in on cheap deals and tell them, we're going to get you paid long-term. Not by us, but by somebody else. Um Tommy, what's up, man? Appreciate the super chat. He says, why scrub Niner YouTube podcast? Uh, have more subs. Oh, uh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Um, man, I appreciate it. He says, let's get this man to 20,000. Appreciate it. I think we're at like 13. I, and the reason why, I'll be really honest with you, Tommy. Um, I know what I am. And I'm not your viral. Like, my, my shows don't go viral. And the reason why is because that's just not who I want to be. And so I, I have the steady, consistent, like, that's just what I want to be is just, just slow and steady and progress. Like, we, we make good progress, and it's just steady growth, and I'm very, very happy with where we are. The fact that I could do this full time, um, I get it, man. I, I'm so freaking lucky and so thankful, and a lot of that is because of guys like you. Uh, Thank you, Tommy. He says, Warner is the GOAT. I love it. Um, I love it. Yeah, that play hurt. Um, I, I don't know how to say this. Jay Subid Bay, uh, 68. He says, how did Armstead not sack Dak for the safety? Yeah, that was a weird one. It's like he thought he was going to get the penalty, but it, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. Um, it was just weird. So let's see here. Uh, bro, he says, what players do you think go with D'Amico? Arden Key is a free agent. Do we sign him back? I want Arden Key. I think he's going to get nine to $10 million a year, but I want Arden Key. I would love to have him back. D'Amico's going to get a lot of guys. Uh, you talk about you know, Jimmy Ward, our defensive linemen. Samson Ebukom, I think, goes there as well. Charles Menehue could go back to Houston. Like He's going. They have money, and they have spots, and they're going to retool their defense. And I'm happy for him. And I hope he pays him a ridiculous amount. Because to go to the Texans, you got to pay more. Because they're not going to be good. They're not going to be good. So it's it's similar to when Kyle and John showed up here in San Francisco. You had to pay way more. You had to pay Kyle Juszczyk too much. Jarek McKinnon too much. Pierre Garçon too much. You remember all those guys? But you had to because you weren't going to win. You knew you weren't going to win. And it took time to get your guys in, and man, there was a, I should go back and try to find this clip, Kyle and John were talking about the draft in their third year, and they said, you know, the first year we came here, we were just finding guys that could play, you know, you're talking about Trent Taylor, Kendrick Bourne, like, we're just looking for guys that can get on the damn field, that first year, rookies were starting week one, Then the second year, started getting a little more selective. The third year, they said, you know, we were just looking for guys we could get on the field. Now we are looking for cornerstones. And that's when the the transition. You had to build the base. You had to build your system. You had to build scheme fits. First, second year. Third year, 2019, that's where everything kind of took off. And a lot of that was Nick Bosa. A lot of that was Jimmy Garoppolo staying healthy. But that's the way the NFL works. So, with with D'Amico and the Houston Texans, I hope they get as many 49ers players as possible because they're going to have to overpay again, help us with the comp pick formula. That's a good thing. I hope guys that the 49ers, because here's what usually happens the 49ers will say, okay, Jordan Willis, we want you. You might be able to get, I don't know, let's say six, seven million a year, we'll make you five and a half million. But if you want to go get $7 million, go get your $7 million. Um, and so then, you know, if you're Jordan Willis, you have to ask yourself, do I want to go play for the Texans? Do I want to go play for the Dolphins? Do I want to go play for the Jets? Right? I'm just thinking about those, you know, Niners coaching tree that's out there. Do I want to do those things or do I want to stay where I already am, where my family already is, with a team that I know is going to be competing? Those are the questions. So for the 49ers to sign somebody, it's cheaper. It's just what it is. And the 49ers are just fine. Here's what we can offer you. You can get seven. We'll give you five and a half. If you want to go, no hard feelings, you go do your thing. You did the same thing with Emmanuel Sanders, right? He went to the Saints. And Emmanuel Sanders recently came out and said, man, I really wish, I really wish uh we could have stayed uh, with the 49ers longer. He said it was just so fun. And I love that. So, um, yeah. Oh, Bomber T, what's up? He says, Gotta pay Bosa. Bomber T is our resident. He's a little bit more negative sometimes, but uh, I love the positivity. I remember last year he was just hating on Debo nonstop. Uh, but yeah, Bosa's the face of the franchise. I think he for sure it, the 49ers have so many. George Kittle is probably the most represented jersey. At 49ers games of current players, obviously, you know, Rice and you know, Montana, and those are out there. But man, I see y'all, y'all tell me if I'm wrong. What jerseys do you guys see the most at games for those of you that actually go physically to the games? I feel like Kittle is up there. Uh, I don't have a Kittle jersey, I do have a Bosa jersey though. Um, and so, oh, here we go. CG says, Kalen Saunders is good against the run. I like it. Um, yeah, good fit. Uh, no problems with that. Brunel says, yeah, give me Davenport. I love it. Um, yeah, Cleveland Farrell is a lock to be here, says Josh. I mean, the pipeline of Raiders poorly coached players coming here and thriving is awesome and hilarious to me. I, I freaking love it. I absolutely love it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not against that. Logan um, says, John, do you think the Niners might draft a wide receiver? I do. I I really, really do. Now, remember, 49ers got 11 draft picks currently. 11. Wide receivers, good gosh. um, You got to constantly just keep them coming. Uh, You really, really do. Now, I do think that the 49ers are pretty solid and pretty set. So even if they do draft a, a wide receiver, right, look at the depth chart. Yeah, IU and Debo at the top. Then you got Jennings, who's just a stud. Ray Ray's back this year. Then you've got Danny Gray, who's back this year. Niners usually only keep five or six. So I think that you do draft a wide receiver, but he's going to be redshirted. How do you pass Ray Ray and Danny Gray? I think Danny Gray has sealed his spot because of special teams. That dude took over on special teams as a gunner. He was awesome down the stretch. And so... You know, Danny Gray. Sadly, his usage. We talked about this a little bit last episode. His usage is kind of tied to Trey Lance because of the deep ball, um, and so it, you got to you got to beat one of those guys out, and that's hard because you know for the 49ers to carry six wide receivers, you got to do something. So we'll see. Yes, I do think they will, but I think it would be a fifth, sixth round type guy. Um, even though Kyle Shanahan in his tenure, he has spent more draft capital on wide receivers than any other position. I mean, good gosh. Like wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. That's just every whether we're trading or drafting, that's just what it is. Uh he, he loves wide receivers. Because if you look, I mean, like his first year Trent Taylor, right? Uh Louisiana Tech, Jalen Hurd, DeBo, um you trade for Emmanuel Sanders, Dante Pettis, like I'm just going off the top of my head here. Like, he loves wide receivers. Ayuk, obviously, Danny Gray, wide receiver, wide receiver. Like, And I think in the NFL, almost every single team will draft a wide receiver at some point. There's so many of them. There are a lot of them. We're we're doing draft work now, and man, it's just wide receiver. Like, And it's funny because I look at the body types of some of these wide receivers as I'm doing these draft write-ups. And I'm like, oh, Niners ain't drafting him. 6'3", you know, 180, nah, not drafting him. Uh, like, like you've got to be over 195 pounds, thick-bodied, wide receiver for the Niners to have a shot. Like, there's like 6'4", 200 guys. I'm like, nah, not going to happen. Uh, but I could be wrong. Aaron Banks didn't fit that mold either. Um, but... Hey, you know, we went with them now real quick before I get to some more questions and comments again, the lifeblood of this show is Patreon. You want to support the show? Here's how you do it. All you got to do is go to patreoncom slash 49ers rush podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive defensive and special teams play, From the last two and a half years, every single game for the 49ers, nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. All right. Um, I love this. I love this. Uh, Jason says, Aziz, I can see in Houston. Man, I'm so excited for Aziz. And, you know, it's it's, it's similar. How do I say this? Like, sometimes you just can't keep guys. Kendrick Bourne. I felt the same way about Kendrick Bourne. Like, dude needs to go. He needs to go be the guy. He's not going to be a guy here. The guy here. Like, let him go. And he's, he's done really well in New England. And I'm very, very happy for him. It's he's the same thing. Like, he's not going to be – you can't beat out Dre Greenlaw. He just can't. Dre Greenlaw is too damn good. Like, literally should have been in the Pro Bowl. Should have been second-team All-Pro this year. And I, I'm pumped. I'm excited now because in the past – like, I love watching the Dolphins play this year. Now, I was a little bitter after we smoked them and they were talking all that trash after this game this year. But still, I love watching the Dolphins play because it's just Niners players and coaches and schemes everywhere. Same thing with the Jets. Now we got to Houston Texans, which is going to be fun. Uh, I'm excited to watch Houston. They're going to get a bunch of Niners guys, and it's going to be fun. Um, I love that. Like, absolutely love this. Um, So we'll take that for what it is. Uh, Here we go uh, from... Lotha Truth05, do you think there's a chance we get Yannick Ngakwe edge rusher, or do you think he's out of our price range? Um, You know, he got $13 million average last year. Spotrak has him at $14.8 million this year. That's not out of our range. It's not out of our range whatsoever. Because if McGlin—now, you can't have him and McGlinchey, right? So if McGlinchey goes, then you could bring in Yannick. There, there's no, there, there's no issue there. That, is, that is a, that's just an even swap. Now, if you look at what Ngakwe has done, he's been all over the place, and when he's not happy, he throws a fit. I'm not saying he is not a culture fit. I'm just saying he's a little bit different than the majority of guys you bring in. But he has just wanted to compete. Right? Last year, nine and a half sacks with the Colts. Uh, the year before, 10 sacks with the Raiders. So he's already been through our farm system <laughs> with the Raiders. But then before that, he was with Baltimore, then Minnesota, and he did his whole rookie deal with Jacksonville, right? But, yeah, I, I would I would be very, very happy. It, never in his career, from 2016 all the way to 2022, the lowest sack total he's ever had is eight sacks, which he did his rookie year. He did in 2019. He did in 2020. But the last two years, 9.5 and, and 10, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I, he would be awesome. He would be absolutely incredible. And, you know, not only do you get the sacks, which are really, really difficult, uh, tackle for losses, he's been solid. Quarterback hits, he's been solid. Uh, force fumbles, that's another thing that I really like about him. 21 career force fumbles. He's, he's a motor guy. So I think that he's the high end, right, where it's like, okay, we can only get one of these guys last year was charvarius Ward hit a home run with that one you get one guy the 49ers could bring in that's going to be around this range and again you look at like how old he is right he's he's about to turn 28 uh, next week actually his birthday is March 31st um so uh like he, he, I guess he's a month out but like his he's a month out from his birthday but he's gonna be 28. so if you sign him to a two or three year deal you're paying somebody through 31. I'd be cool with that. Um, I, I'd totally be cool with that. It, I like him. I, I really, really do. You got to get, get somebody. You got to get somebody. You got to. CG, what's up, man? He says, John Chapman is the reason why I do this content. It says a lot. Appreciate the grind. Yeah, go check out his channel, guys. CG Ruthless uh, Sports. I've been on there before. Um, we'll have to do something this offseason. We'll figure something out. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see that. Uh, oh, here we go. Bomber, I gave him a compliment. And he couldn't help it. Debo, only about the money. Dude, you have not watched the Forty ers play football. There's no way. You see that dude freaking leaving it all out there when the game was over? And, nah, there's no way in hell that's an actual real take. Come on, Bomber. You're better than that, brother. Uh, no, nah, there, there's no way that you actually believe that. There's no way. Uh, that dude leaves it all on the field all the freaking time. If it was about the money. He'd step out of bounds. If it was about the money, when the games were over, he wouldn't be the one fighting to get on the field. There's that. That is crazy take to me. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. I'll I'll stay back. I'll stay back. I love you, Bomber. But uh yeah, that, that's wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. Uh Josh says they are gonna get two to three cheaper edge guys, right? That's what they've done in the past. You get these second, third tier guys like Samson Abacom Uh you trade for Charles O'Manney, you trade for Jordan Willis, you bring in Arden Key. So do you but let's be fair, that worked in 2021. Did not work this year. Didn't. I, I, the defensive line was not good this year. Samson went bad. who wasn't bad. But nobody did what the 49ers needed them to do. And so do you stick with that exact same philosophy because it's worked sometimes in the past? Or do you start to change it because, look, Samson got five sacks. who got four and a half sacks. Drake Jackson, three sacks. Like, you you've got bosa then you got a bunch of other dudes you got to get somebody that's going to get those sacks like and i hate that you know sacks are not a very predictable stat quarterback hits pressures all those types of things are more important but man i don't know i don't know what the the niners are going to do because you've got to get some other production you've got to from the edge from the edge that's what is so important you have to, ah. Uh, so, do you go cheap again and sandbag at the D line position? I don't know the answer to that, and I don't know. I, I really don't know. <laughs> Other things, I don't know. Uh, Luke says, "Ever find out why Taber Pepper was so salty?" No, I, I don't Yeah, You know, I. I just found out he blocked me uh, on Twitter, which is crazy because I'm like a big Tabor guy. Uh, But I think he just blocked a lot of the content creators perhaps, or maybe it's because I've been critical of special teams as a whole. Um, I've deserved it, and that's his prerogative. Like, it's funny. I tweeted out a picture like, oh, man, I didn't know I was blocked by this guy. Um, Not because, like, I want to be unblocked or anything like that. I, I usually don't even follow most of the players, but... Like, I don't want to be that insider guy. Like, that's just, again, I'm, I know what I am. I'm happy with what I am. And I want to stay in my lane. Um, But, yeah, no ill will. Uh, if I was a player and I, blocking content creators probably makes a lot of sense. Um, Probably makes a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but uh, it's happened. Question here from Brunel Jacobs. He says, John, do you know how much Davenport will make a year? Ooh, that is a good question. Now, if you look at... Davenport, who's a hell of a player. There's no doubt about it. He's kind of all over the place because he's never really had good sack production. Um, Now, Spotrak, they have his market value at over $20 million a year. I think that's ridiculous. I, I don't see why they have him that high, especially whenever you look at his lack of sack potential. Now, he's dealt with some injuries for sure, but... Like... I don't know, man. He looks the part and he looks great, but look at his sack totals. Uh, He played and he started nine games this year and had just 0.5 sacks. Like it was not a good year. I I just do not see. Now he had nine sacks in 2021, but that was his career high. Like I just don't see it. You look at games played, he's last year he played the most games he's ever played. He was injured. (laughs) <laughs> like the whole time. He only started nine games, but he played in 15, uh, 2021 played 11 games, 2020, 11 games, 2019, 13, 2018, 13 games, uh, dude injuries. He's busted up a lot. I'm not paying 20 million. If, if I was going to bring in Davenport, I think that would be a 12 to $13 million type deal. That's what I think it should be at. But if you're gonna pay 12, 13 for Davin or for Davenport, who is younger, uh, how old is he? He's 26. I would much rather just do an extra $1 or $2 and get in Gokwe. That makes sense? But you're talking about better fit. Prototypically, Davenport's the better fit because of how good he is against the run, every-down player. He's built. His body's better. But are you paying for production or are you paying for potential? You got to kind of pick that. Because if you want production, that's Yannick all day. But if you want the player that maybe could be that elite breakout guy, it never happened with the Saints, and he was playing against, you know, opposite Cameron Jordan, one of the best players of the past decade. So I don't know. I, I think that's 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 interesting to me. Um, so, uh, yeah, right here, CG says Davenport value could be cheaper because he has to prove it. I think you're right. Um, I, I think you are right there. Um, right there, John, who's your splash-free agent signing? Uh, can I say Arden Key? That's who I'd want. I'd rather pay $10 million to Arden Key than – any of these other guys, I, I want Arden Key back. I, I love that dude. I, I, he was so fun, man. He he was just so freaking fun. So th- that's what I would go with. Now, this has been fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, Again, head over to Patreon. Go check out that Trey Lance video I put down. I'm very excited about that. And I want to know your thoughts. Um, Because, again, like, I don't want to be – everybody brings bias to everything. And, obviously, I'm biased for Trey Lance. I've loved him since day one. But he hasn't done it. But if we just judge him by the plays that we have actually seen him play in a game, the idea of bust cannot enter the conversation. Not based on play. Now, it's 74 snaps, right? Or it's way more than 74 snaps, but 74 rush or pass attempts. There is no way in hell you can watch those. Maybe I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong and say this dude's a bust, because it just does not translate on the film. Anyway, appreciate you guys. Uh, A lot more content coming your way. And until next time, stay strong faithful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?